We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. I hope you've all been watching and noticing that out in our planet, on our planet Earth, we're having a lot of climate changes, and around the world, Everybody is having a different experience. The air is changing. The climate is changing. I just released a press release recently. How water on our planet Earth influences our solar system. And I want our radio talk show every week from now on for you to be fascinated with the fact that you're living on the planet Earth, the most powerful influence with the faith, and all on our earth is the water. It's what helps life on earth to exist from all, from every part of our earth and its existence from the beginning of time. But it also has a big responsibility for all of us. And I want this show to take a responsibility that without the water, there would be no planet earth and the life But step away like our astronauts have done and our satellites and take a look at Earth as a big water planet in the solar system at the influence of that enormous responsibility of the planet Earth on the whole solar system. Stop and think. Without those satellites and without the shuttle going up to study, we would not be prepared for anything and for the long-term life of this earth but always remember water is priority there's nothing above it i say every week isn't it interesting that we haven't taken serious the five thousand children dying a day because they don't have water but we're taking other things serious the children are helpless they're depending upon us on this planet every four seconds somebody is going blind on our planet earth and it's going to get worse Pollution and problems are out there and not such good water, but also the air is getting drier. It's changing. Our, our dehydration of our body, 50 trillion cells, are changing. They have to be restored every day with 8 to 10 glasses of pure water. Stop and think about dehydration disease to study your food you're eating. Everything about your life on the earth is responsible to how others are living. But, all, but you have to stop and think. Without restoring the water to those cells, 
How are you going to detoxify? Stay flexible. Keep a good mental attitude. The brain is 80 to 90% water connected to the eyes. So let's study together. The show, I started this show so that we could learn to go into our own laboratory and study about our health concerning the climate change in our earth and how we live here. Now we're going to include the whole solar system. So be prepared. We're going to have a lot of fun in our research together. I have two exciting guests today. I'm really excited about Rona Tyson. She's Senior Vice President of Corporate Relations of ITO, North America. She lives in Brooklyn, New York, and she's with Tease T. She is something else, and she just came back from the World Tea Expo. But we're going to learn something about water and tea and what has happened for the thousands of years that they've been preparing tea and why is tea also healthy for you we're going to learn a lot could i have her on long enough probably not but we are going to have her on again because i'm knowing we're going to learn a lot about how you can run to have a cup of tea for whatever types of tea rather than to the medicine cabinet every time Our second guest is Rebecca Petrus. We've had Rebecca on before. She's the founder of DryEyeZone.com. She has told us her story. She's very much involved with many doctors throughout the country, the world, on what is happening with dry eye and dry eye syndrome. And then I'm going to be talking about sitting at a computer all day and what is happening there. I'm sure she's going to have a lot of information. We're going to listen to our sponsor, with Biologic Aqua Research Center, which is a water technology research center. The product Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the first product to be able to receive the award of a patent to one, apply 100% tissue culture grade of water applied as an eye mist for the tear film. Did you know the clear film over your eyes is 99% water and the eye drops flood the tear film? You must have the eye mist. It is very important for your eyesight for every day. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with Rona Tyson. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. 
are you with us? Rona? Yes. How are you today? Fine. How are you? Well, I am excited to have you on uh, meeting you at the Natural Products Show. Yes. And well, it was now uh, having you on as well mutual, a- and I'm delighted to be uh, on the show. This is a, a wonderful invitation. I want you to know I'm trying to get people uh, understanding the power of water, and of course, tea has water, but I did start learning more about the teas of the world. And when I was introduced to you that day with Yoshimi Matsukumi, yes. um, I was so excited that she took me to your company, Tease Tea, and what got me, me introduced with a company that's been a long time producing the teas, but also wanting to educate your teas. Yes. Education is so important. But before we begin, tell us about you, Rona. How did you get involved with uh, the Tease Tea Company out of Japan? Well, um, I, my, I uh, was introduced to, actually, Itoen is, is the, the main company. Of course, we have our Tea's Tea um, line here, which we launched here in the United States. But okay, so I happen to be half Japanese, and okay. I grew up, of course, uh, introduced to tea was very inherent in our culture and, and visiting my Japanese grandmother. It was always, you know, sit down and have a cup of tea, and, and uh, of course, through my mother as well. So... You know, this was my beverage of choice as well, and I was never one to like uh, sugary sodas, and I always liked the fact that it was a very clean-tasting beverage. It was uh, uh, all natural, and uh, it was unsweetened. And, of course, it's just a deep-rooted history about tea just in the culture. So um, I think that's how I was first introduced. And mm-hmm. when I, of course, I was here in the United States for college, and then I have been working and have been uh, involved in a lot of um, sort of uh, retail and, and tea store and actually had uh, launched the uh, first Republic of Tea um, space in New York City. Gosh, that had to have been in, 19, in 1991 or so. Um, so I had a lot of experience with tea and tea room. And then Itoen, um, a company that has a 40-year legacy, um, decided they wanted to come to United States and sort of introduce a real authentic uh, tea culture, introduce quality green tea, and said they wanted to uh, open up a location in New York City and launch uh, a beverage here. And, of course, it just seemed like the perfect fit, given that, you know, this was very close to my heart, and mm-hmm. I was a big believer of the product, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was really timely now, were you, for, were you Were you, you know, raised in Japan? I was raised, uh, yes, I was I was born in the United States, but I pretty much uh, grew up in Japan. Mm-hmm. So but the name of the company where, uh, that you're representing is the, it's I-T-O-E-N. It's I-T-O-E-N. I-T-O-E-N. Yes. Okay, so and they you know, launched the, in the United the parent States. company, and T's T's T is our, um, our, our line of uh, ready-to-drink that we launched here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously an Ito-N product, because we carry a, a portfolio of different um, products. Mm-hmm. But Itoen is is who we are, and and um, you know we have a an extensive line of beverages uh, that we do in Japan, and of course uh, here as well. And TCs happen to be sort of our our uh, main pride and joy here in the United States, and it was I'm our way a of a little surprise, Rona, how people in the United States are joining the rest of the world and getting into drinking more tea every day. In fact. I think even some of the coffee places have started serving tea. Yes. 
And yeah. uh, now that, let's go into educating, which is so important. You know, Rona, I'm trying to get the audience uh, uh, worldwide listening to us to stop running to the medicine cabinet right. first. I want them to start thinking what's available with education. We've gone into every with surgeons, Nobel Prize winners, uh, United Nations have been on here and more and more, trying to educate our listeners on stepping out of bed every morning and beginning a day to live a hobby of enjoying life. Yes. But it is all education, Rona. And some of us who think we know enough, we get so busy we forget, too, about what we need to think about, remind ourselves. Tell us about health benefits of tea. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, tea actually started as a medicine before it became a sort of a beverage. I mean, when you, you know, centuries ago in China, uh, a tea was actually a medicine, as I said, before it was enjoyed as a sort of a, a, a delicious beverage. So obviously there's a, a very deep-rooted um, history, and every day there seems to be new findings that have been coming out that um, how tea really can, can help and benefit our health. Um, you know, it's it's been associated. One, well, number one, tea has the you know tea polyphenols, the antioxidants, which really fight the uh, free radicals in the body. So, um, you know, it's just a natural way of uh, many ways of, of kind of building our immune system. Um, it's said to uh, possibly help in terms of our cardiovascular health, um, in terms of uh, anti-aging. It's excellent for oral hygiene. I mean, the list is just mm-hmm. endless. But now, you know, I'm going to go back it, up for a second because my field is dehydration disease study for all these years and water and the body. Yes, I can, this is why it fascinates me what you just said. But we need to remind our listeners if they're not in the medical field what they just heard. Yes, yes. Different. There's different teas available that we're going to try to teach today on with the education. But it's been known to be so far back. And the word medicine, and the word medicine, I almost want to say, I, I, I know it's almost like saying dehydration disease. Uh, dehydration begins at birth with loss of water every day out of your body, which can cause toxin. Right. And when you're talking about the teas, that it can detoxify, get rid of the bad stuff in your body if you learn which ones you want to drink at what part of the day and how you're feeling that day or that part of the day. Then it's also uh, adding an oxygen to the to the cells. Yes. Depending upon which tea you're drinking, what part of the day. Now, uh, this is the uh, to me a priority for all of us, Rona, to learn how to live on this earth. You may have heard what I said earlier. I just had a press release on our responsibility of water on the earth. It's a priority. Oh, very much so. Very much priority. And before we go too much farther, let's discuss. Real quickly, my I, I was in Japan last year. In fact, I was in Japan this time last year, come to think of it. Is that right? Yes, I was. I was there the week before the 4th of July. Yes. Um, um, and I, I need to tell you, I love your country. Oh, well, thank you. It really is. A... I flew in during the day, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, Bill, look at the water. Look at the oh, – oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's so green. And we stay always at Hilton's all over the world. So anyway, we they took us, uh, they picked us up at the airport. Miss uh, um, Yoshimi picked me up at the airport. We drove through the country, and I'm going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Got to the hotel, 
and here we are on this top floor looking down at the buildings, that they have lawns on top of the buildings, the most environmentally conscious country in the world. Now, I said to myself when I left from there, I said, Rona, my gosh, Bill, can this be the example for the rest of the world to be environmentally concerned about about people themselves being polite and concerning to each other's lives personally, and then also the environment yes. is a priority to the country of Japan. They've had a tragedy because of nature. Now, there's two ways I look at it. Nature had a tragedy. It's so devastating, but you, Japan, will figure it out. They already figured out how to be the leaders of the world of the environment, number one, number yes. one. Number two, they've had the nuclear power surprise. Um, that was nature's thing too, because they were not. They thought with nature, this would handle anything within reason. Yes. Now we're, but the world, it's become a legacy to the world about what happened. Now yes. they will be. I truly believe this with all my prayers for all of you. And everything that happened there with my condolences, my concerns, my sympathy of a country that's so beautiful. Um, we took the bullet train down to Osaka. We were with a big uh, company, a corporate company, and uh, a pharmaceutical group. And I, I just couldn't believe the devastation when I, today when I think about it. But the, the world is watching to know they, will, they are resilient. Yes. You are resilient. And um, but I wanted you to know today how my thoughts and my prayers are with all of you. Oh well, that's so kind of you. And you know, it's interesting because um, I just came back from the World Tea Expo, and actually we um, had given a presentation on Japan. And I think everybody was so uh, shared the same sentiment. And and basically, I think we're just in awe in the manner in which you know after the disaster, how the people handled um, and just the grace and the respect. And, you know, we know comparatively a lot of other countries with sort of the looting that could go on and all, but uh, just the respectfulness, the graciousness, and the sense of um, uh, resilience. Um, so, yes, I would have to agree that... Uh, and do you believe, Rona, and we'll go on to our teas and the health of the world out here thinking about the benefits of healthiness and tea, but... I like the way you said something that is so important. I'm 69, almost 70. I was raised with with a consideration of being well-mannered. Yes. With grace. Now, yes. good manners means you're not self-involved in your own skin. You're thinking about somebody else away from you, yes. out away from your skin. And the concerns of what's best for all. Yes. And your word grace and good manners and concerns and, 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 and helping. That's what I, I never, in fact, Yoshimi said, Sharon, you are so Japanese in so many ways, because she could right. see I enjoyed it, I, I absorbed it, I felt so comfortable, I felt like I had been there all my Is life. That right? Well, maybe in your former life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, Rona, you're going to laugh, but I have been studying water for so long, Yes. What, what's the necessary of life? on earth to be saved lives with water. And, and then I got into the study of the mist of the air, what needs to be available for the humidifying of the air that you should not push in the air right. and provide for your life. And I'm the first to do that in history, to do it the way I did it. 
now, when I think about water, Rona, and the life on the earth, I sometimes look at the W-A-T-E-R that I think I invented it, and <laughs> and, and maybe I am thousands of years old. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that, that's great. But, um, you know... Cool. Since you mentioned um, the, the grace and the respect, the tradition um, of you know, your Japanese culture and other countries of the world, the tea and the benefit of a tea. Now, yes. they we, they used to use it as medicine. I, I realized that that was the uh, the survival of learning what's available to you. And there were messages to what they wanted to tell the world, and they did very well with producing tea for the rest of the world to begin to drink tea. But tell us about the teas. Uh, what type of tea is out there? And so our audience can learn, what is tea? Well, you know, tea obviously is a um, natural, uh, but there's the tea plant. And what a lot of people don't uh, realize that it's actually one, uh, it comes from one tea plant, which is the Camellia sinensis. And um, unlike, let's say, wines, where there's different vine varietals, uh, tea comes from just one tea plant the Camellia sinensis, as I mentioned, and it's strictly based on how it's processed that it separates in the types of different teas. And there are there is the green tea, which is a, a steamed, unfermented tea, and then there's the um, there's the oolong tea, which is a semi-fermented tea, and then there's the black tea, which is fully fermented. So those are the main um, categories of, of tea, and it's as I said, it comes from the one tea plant, um, and it's just how it's processed. So what makes now? Let me back up because my audience probably is going to be fascinated with this. I'll bet you a lot of people haven't understood different than a lot of other uh, uh, plants that are planted all over the world for whatever reason. One plant produces the varieties of tea we're drinking. Right? Isn't that interesting? Like for yes, wines, there be the. I wanted to bring that out as a focus and. It depends upon the particular... Now, I want to ask you this, because I'm living here in Oregon, and we've been learning about where you live is the different types of quality of the plant's uh, generation. Right. Uh, is there, do they have some of the tea plants that are raised in different parts of the world that do a different... They're, they're different, even though oh, it's Oh, certainly. Plant. You know, teas that are uh, grown in Sri Lanka versus, you know, in China. I mean, right. it really sort of takes on you know, the mountainous area or, or okay. from the climate and all that. And, again, ba- back to the processing of it. Okay, here um, we go. Okay. You know, for example, green tea, separate from China and Japan, you know, the Chinese will sometimes pan roast their green tea, but, um, you know, for Japan it's, it's always steamed, which makes it a little bit more um, fragile and a little bit more, uh, you know, I always compare it to, to a vegetable, for example, but and in, in richer in nutrients and, of course, the uh, catechin, which are the tea polyphenols. So, But, yeah, I think that's interesting because, again, back to wines, there might be a Chardonnay, uh, you know, grape, and where there could be a Cabernet grape, whereas with tea, it's, it's the one tea plant, which is, again, the Camellia sinensis. So always an interesting tip. That is an interesting education. Yes. Uh, I want people to understand now. There's the there's uh, the different varieties of tea. You have white, green. Yes. And you, do you pronounce it oolong? Oolong is a semi-fermented tea, right? Okay. Right. Black. The, you right. have the fermented teas. You have the uh, all these other teas now, uh, and you it's it's the process of that one plant that turns the tea into 
the, variety. the category right, which I just sort of mentioned. It. And then white okay. tea, white tea is generally um, more sort of like the smaller buds. It's a, it's when you they pick the kind of big buds, so it's uh, much more um, younger and usually much higher in antioxidants okay. um, as well. So there's the white tea category as well, and and oolong tea, which I just mentioned, which is the semi-fermented, is often ca- called uh, blue tea, ironically, um, but Oolong has a wonderful um, uh, said for weight loss, you know, because it sort of digests and metabolizes fat. So um, Oolong is enjoyed a lot of times, I know, after a lot of the Chinese meals, um, one for digestion, and because it, it uh, is, is suggested that it does help for, for losing weight. Now, let's, I'm glad you brought that topic up. Let's say, for example, and I'm trying to get everybody to stay away from the medicine cabinet before uh, to Very turn smart. to other education. Um, when you would say uh, during a day and you're an, on a fast pace uh, and you're, I feel like you're under a lot of pressure, stress, what, which tea would you drink? Which tea? Uh-huh. Well, you know, it, it really depends. Um, I mean, I think that... Uh, for myself, I, I enjoy green tea all throughout the day, but it would be depending upon, sometimes I would even brew it, let's say, in a lighter uh, steeping. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I might have a stronger steeping early in the morning when I want to get moving and kind of have a little bit bigger boost. Um, in the evening, though, generally a roasted green tea, which is a hojicha, um, has a little bit more of a roasted um, uh, aroma and flavor to it. Um, would be more later in the day, and actually because it also has, it's lesser in caffeine, um, I know that, you know, people enjoy it, like, kind of after meals and evening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, really depends on sort of your mood, and again, you can always well, sort of remember, gauge it our based mood on... needs to learn how to be, to, uh, to uh, uh, take a mood yes, and decide yes. which tea to choose so they could have a variety of teas. Wouldn't it be fun? People could look forward to, well, in the morning, I feel like I'm going to have this particular tree brewed today. Then right. in the afternoon, or I'm going to have a da-da. And then in the evening, da-da-da. And maybe before I go to bed, because we're getting liquid in them, yes. dehydration disease is out of control. And people can get more liquid in themselves with water, uh, with a healthier benefit. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you, one of my favorites, and I have met you the day uh, as I, I, I was jasmine green tea. Oh, is that... That's another one of my favorites. Jasmine. Yes, I fell in love. I, I mean, I like jasmine green tea. Well, what's so uh, wonderful about the jasmine, again, you know, we, we um, infuse it with, of course, a, a blend of the, the green tea, and then we have the jasmine petals, so it's all natural. So the, uh-huh. the lovely fragrant that you're getting um, from the taste profile is from the petals, uh, uh, you know, the flowers of the jasmine. Uh-huh. And so, you know, our jasmine... Uh, teas tea jasmine green is one of our top sellers and you know it's zero calories and yet you have this lovely um taste and i must tell you i was i'd like to share with everybody but we have a, a two liter size large bottle for the teas tea um jasmine i take them now to um any sort of housewarming or party that i go to and mm-hmm. uh in place of wine even and they oh, yeah. put it in a wine glass and my goodness it's like having a a lovely uh, bottle, a uh, glass of uh, a jasmine chardonnay or well, something. Well, and, and it's healthier. Yes, you know, healthier, a, a person can have a glass of wine, but yes. it's fine. I think tea, I'm trying to get everybody thinking toward the healthier benefits of learning more about 
uh, your food you're eating, what your liquids are. Yes. And uh, tea, so. there's nothing healthier than tea. And uh, drinking plain water during the day, yes, without anything in it. But back to the difference between green tea and black tea. How do they? What's the difference between the two? Well, again, the black tea is completely fermented, so it is definitely hardier. It's a much more robust um, tea, but you know the the green tea, particularly the Japanese green teas that are steamed, really, um, you know, it, it keeps all the nutrients and, and it's much much higher in the antioxidants, the tea polyphenols, and of course, the reason why people are drinking the green teas is because of the EGCG, which I'm is catechin. And uh, comparative, you know, although black tea does have, um, you know, the uh, tea benefits, the green teas have a much, minor, much, much higher, um, how would you say, percentage of it. And what is wonderful about green teas is there is a component called theanine, L-theanine, which is an amino acid. So you can have, you know, people drink tea, one, to relax um, and obviously for the health benefits and so forth, but the L-theanine really gives you a sense of, of kind of a, a relaxation. Um, tea does have some caffeine, but it's a third of what coffee would have. So you're, you're alert, you're focused, you have clarity, but, you know, the L-theanine, the amino acid, gives it a sense of sort of calm, mm-hmm. and um, you're not going to get the jitters that, let's say, a coffee would, would have. Exactly. Now, yeah. tell us about the fermented teas. What does that mean? Uh, well, basically, we've been means, talking you know, about it, but that it's, it's roasted. It, it's um, it, it oxidizes. Basically, you know, the oxidation process. So, whereas green teas they stop the oxidation at an early stage by steaming it, whereas a black tea is completely oxidized, and so, you know, it, it's much more um, brittle in the sense, a, a drier leaf, and mm-hmm. so it basically it's it's oxidized. Then there's the other one, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Tisanese, T-I-S-A-N-E-S. How do you pronounce it? I'm sorry, what was that again? Tisanese, T-I-S-A-N-E-S. T-I-S-A-N-E-S, oh, Tisans. And it's interesting, my name is Tison, and a lot of times people say, oh, (laughs) Oh, Tisans are are much more of, um, uh, considered more like herbal infusions. So it's much more, you know, using let's say, um, let's say a chamomile or a mint, lavender. Uh, so tisans are much more kind of herbal infusions. Um, and we, of course, at Itoa and on our website, you can order a lot of, you know, we we do sell a lot of herbs type teas, um, the chamomiles, the mints, the lavenders, uh, arroibus even, um, as well as kind of because a lot of people are sort of caffeine sensitive as well. So the infusions for tisans are actually for those who might be a little bit more caffeine sensitive, and then you have the people who really do want the caffeine. So Right. Well, and then, of course, now, now they can go to your website and look up those teas of the other. Yes. Uh, yes. That's we have exciting a full thing about our range website. of, of uh, teas that you can order in, in uh, you know, small quantities, so you can kind of a, experiment. And Now, do and those, you have a choice of a tea bag or, or uh, the regular tea leaves? Yes, we have tea bags, loose leaf tea, and I'll tell you what's really becoming um, really popular these days is the matcha, which is M-A-T-C-H-A, matcha, which is a stone ground green tea. So it's a powdered green tea that traditionally is used in tea ceremony, but it is because, um, you know, the stems, the veins had all been removed and you really have the vitality of the actual leaf itself. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's very very high in the antioxidants and very very rich in vitamin and C. Spell that so, again, uh, Rona. How do you spell that? M A T C H A matcha. Matcha. Yes. So we have that on our website, and it is. I have to tell you, becoming one of the biggest selling teas because um, one you can put it in your smoothies, you can mix it even with ice cream, you can use it in cooking, baking, and, you know, basically it's traditionally used, you whisk it um, with a bamboo whisk traditionally, or actually you can even put, you know, like even a small teaspoon in a bottle of water, as you mentioned, to hydrate, but you've got your... your, benefits of drinking a, a, a matcha with, as I said, is very, very high in catechin and vitamin C. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend also, you know, if, if brewing tea, of course, is... See, this is so exciting for me right now because you're coming up with why I've said to the world, let's learn more about tea. Yes. Now, uh, your website is www.itoen.com. And then we also yes. have our teas tea line, which is you know, T-E-A-S-T-E-A dot com. So mm-hmm. you're welcome to visit uh, either um, sites. The Itoan has the full range of loose tea as well as the matcha. Mm-hmm. Um, it will also take you to our com. But, mm-hmm. you know, I highly recommend in integrating tea because, you know, as you said, Sharon, water is so important. I always tell people that, you know, we need to hydrate. We need to hydrate. And, uh, it, you know, tea it, just you know Rona, it is vital. Yes. And it um, gives it uh, you know, if we could learn to live on this planet with the responsibility that we each have to the uh, generations to come, water number one priority and learn to be healthy. Yes. If we can learn to pay, uh, be healthy, that's paying it forward, and then we become immortal. There's no such thing as saying goodbye. No, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you. Um, is there any last moment? I have about a half a minute left. Uh, is there anything that you would like to say to the world here? Because definitely your company... Uh, is representing a future of a new education. And I really am w- glad that I was able to put you on today. To, you did re- you very, very well to teach. Oh, well, thank I think you. And thank you for you know, having us. And, and uh, Sharon, as you mentioned, I mean, I think that uh, integrating tea in your daily life is is very important. And it's not only just in terms of all the the fact that it's delicious and that it's healthy, but I think it's also sort of a state of mind. And, um, you know, Going back traditionally in Japan, the, the uh, art of tea ceremony, um, and I'll just in closing mention there are four uh, principles of tea ceremony, and the, it's called Wa Ke Seijaku, and they translate to harmony, uh, respect, purity, and tranquility. And that's very much part of, I think, the art of tea, and it's all, it's a way of life. So I think just uh, you know, for me, tea represents health that you know, represents hospitality mm-hmm. um, and sort of that moment of you could enjoy it uh, with friends and also just, you know, alone and sort of self-reflection. And so there's something about uh, tea that I think, um, one, it's, it, it's a must with water, and I think that just integrating in your life can really make a difference. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. I thank much. your company and, and, uh, for joining us, and the education is unbelievable, and I hope I can get you on again someday because I know there's going to be a lot of questions about, oh, how do I do this, how do I do brew it? And Yes, well, we're happy to share you. that. And, 
and uh, there is information on our website at ito1.com as well. So, um, you know, feel free to uh, thank you to visit. Thank you, thank Sharon. Thank you. It was a you pleasure. have a nice and, uh, day. I'm going to go have some water. I right say now. hello <laughs> with a little thank tea. You, Rona. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Isn't that something? I know you had to learn a lot today about this classroom and t- on the teas that are available and and uh, what is so important to your daily health. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Did you know that on the surface of your eye, you have a clear tear film? And in the, the tear film at the surface has an aqueous layer called the water area. Did you know that an eye drop can flood that, cause a drying, a dehydration? Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, 100% natural tissue culture grade water, can mist the eyes and give it the thirst quenching it requires. With just a mist, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with Rebecca Petrus. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for uh, having me back. I was just enjoying hearing about Matcha in your, your, your previous segment. Wasn't that interesting? Oh, you know, I, when I'm not goal. relapsing and drinking coffee, I'm usually drinking lots of green tea, so it's interesting oh, to hear okay. about that. Oh, okay. Well, my goal has been, since I started this research center, Biologic Aqua Research, many, many years ago, put millions of dollars behind it, uh, out of my pocket and others, um, is to stop, get people to start doing what you're doing. Um, don't go to the medicine cabinet. Learn more about what you need to learn about your own individuality of your health and your symptoms and your complaints and your strengths. And I kept bumping in with water research for many, many years into tea, but I had other priorities to what I do to provide education to the world and the research center on why we're de- we're understanding why we're dehydrating. The climate change has been going on since day one of the planet. And I needed the world to understand that because the air indoors is worse than the air outdoors, although there, we need to have a new topical application for thirst quenching called handheld kit devices p- to be able to use as you need. Well, then I'm bumping into tea all the time, too, and food, of course, nutrition. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I 
someone from Japan introduced me to this company, ITO-N, and I couldn't believe how educating they are. They're so wanting to educate. So I said, I would love to have you on the show so we could learn whatever you could teach us. And Rebecca, I was just shocked at how much we learned. Mm-hmm. And I, I think as you've learned with what you've been trying to teach, don't run to the medicine cabinet yet. Oh, learn gosh. about what we have to do here. Now, you, Rebecca, your background, we've had you on before, but just get in and out real quickly why you started the Dry Eye Zone for Education, because you are an educator. You're an entrepreneur educator about the importance of the education of your eyes, and that's why I applaud you. My prayers are with you, um, because I've done that too, uh, in a depth of direction with dehydration. But tell our audience again why you started this. You know, for me, it was kind of accidental how I got into this, but it's just become such a, a passion. I never, a dozen years ago, I never would have imagined that I'd be involved with something like this. But, you know, something happens, things change in life, they have an accident, or something happens, and it just draws your attention in, uh, into a new place that, that happens to be an area of need for a lot of people. Um, for me, it started with uh, a LASIK eye surgery almost exactly 10 years ago, um, which damaged my vision and um, left me with very dry eyes. And um, in searching for information to try to help myself with the newfound problems I was facing, um, I found that there was just nothing out there for, for people in my situation, especially where it was surgically induced. And so I, I started a, a website long ago for um, people with complications from laser eye surgeries because we were kind of all facing a, a, a dearth of solutions and, and helpful doctors for some of the, the unique vision issues and things. And um, very quickly I found that the number one issue for people coming out of laser surgeries was dry eye. And they yes, just you know, were floating around with, with no help. There was very little... Uh, information or products or anything available at that time. And that's what kind of drove me in the direction mm-hmm. of focusing on dry eye. And mm-hmm. um, when I went into that more full-time, I just was astonished to find how many people there were of all ages and all walks of life and all different sorts of causes well, Rebecca, who were getting what is an allergy? dry eye. You know, I've been working with the doctors for many, many years now. And the ones that you you know, and many other scientists that are in the uh, a category of studying the human eye organ, connected to the brain too. And um, it, dry eye is causing people don't realize uh, that dry eye is causing the allergies too, and many other things that are going on in your life. It's your eyes are maybe. Uh, blurry, your eyes are maybe uh, fatigued and you're sleepy and you're drowsy, uh, you've got other symptoms that are coming along with dry mouth, um, and there's so much to learn, and you started a website for them to network. It's kind of on the, like your own social media, Facebook, for dry eye. Yeah, I commend you, I commend you, because it is, it is a, 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 and it's not going to get better. That's why they brought me in uh, over 12 years ago to study I had been studying the human skin organ, and they said, would you, ophthalmology research said, would you study the surface of that eye for us? Because you seem to know something that the rest of them haven't ever figured out. So I came in, and I studied that area, and not knowing that they would talk me into launching the product, 
uh, to go with it, but uh, that that symptom of dry eye is the, the climate is changing, the air is changing, our life is changing, but we also have to have a thirst quenching at the eye organ as much as you do, you're drinking your water, you're drinking your tea, and proper food to eat. And I had Dr. Uh, Alan Taylor on. Have you ever met Alan from Tufts? I haven't met. I'm, I'm, I'm Okay, well, uh, Alan, uh, Dr. Uh, Taylor, we talked about nutrition. And, you know, Rebecca, ha- are many of your people coming in and discussing, am I eating correctly? Could this possibly be something I'm eating? And it can be. You know, you, it's not one thing that's going to cause dry eye. It's going to be a multiple of things that each person is having, is causing a dry eye. Absolutely. These things all add up. And dry, dry eye is a, a, a complicated sort of condition in the sense that you can't always point to one thing and say that's causing it, but you can point to a multiplicity of things and say they're contributing. And I, there you I go. think myself, I mean, a lot of people will have like an immediate trigger. They might have had a, a surgery or a, a drug reaction or... Um, something that, that seemed to kick off their dry eye. But if you take a step back from that and look at the big picture, it's the things mm-hmm. that you're talking about. It's the, the office air. That's a huge one. Um, oh. It's contact lenses. And, you know, now we've got generations that have been wearing them for 30 years and more. It's uh, diet. It's the air around us. It's, it's all of these things in the big picture that are eroding our tear film to where our eyes are much more vulnerable to all these triggers. Exactly. In fact, that's why they brought me in to study the tear film because they said no one had ever been able to accomplish uh, how to uh, give it what it's requiring before you apply, let's say, a surgery or an eye drop. And I showed them, well, it's no different than, Rebecca, your 50 trillion cells. You've got to drink enough plain water, not just tea, plain water a day too, to restore that nature to the hydration to because of the dehydration. And I teach this with it. Um, the moment you're born and you entered the air you breathe from that pocket of water, our moments begin. You open the eyelid, dehydration of the eyes, and the body begins. We're on our own. We're naked. We don't have the water around us like we once did that got us to where we're at in that delivery room. We haven't been studying that baby from that day on, Rona, and, and I mean, Rebecca, and we found ourselves... Um, coming along, and that's what I did for them when I was studying, is that moment on. And then all of a sudden, I, my knees wanted to sh- shake, Rebecca, because I thought, oh, my God, oh, my gosh. Um, if the eyelid is open, the uh, skin isn't over the eye at that moment to dam up the water loss. It's going to be out of control. And I had already studied that indoor conditions with forced air heating and cooling because of insulated windows and walls. hmm and uh, you cannot have a humidifier in the home. You, uh, the challenges to that for me that I studied for all those years is that you force to the air the humidity with a humidifier. It, you don't know what's going to be happening with that because of the air around it. I've always believed in bowls of water around the house or vases full of, uh, with water in each room. Let the air pull it out as it needs it. And, of course, when with the eye mist, uh, coming up with that as a supplement to add to helping it. Uh, to make everything else kind of come together as you would thirst quench your body and you thirst quench the tear film. Now, one thing about their learning about, tell us, what what are your people coming in? Do you have a lot of complaints with dry eye because of the computer uh, uh, syndrome? 
in the milder case, I guess, you know, I deal mostly with people who are kind of at the point of desperation from severe symptoms, but for them, um, you know, the computer is, is a thing that they just can't, it can hardly even do anymore because of the dryness. But for others where they're just noticing symptoms when they're on the computer, they're at the mm-hmm. point where they can do more prevention-wise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a, just a great place to be. If someone's just getting, they're getting a little scratchiness or their eyes, their vision gets a little blurry or maybe mm-hmm. they even have, um, you know, their eyes are watering a bit when they're at the computer. That's the stage where you want to go in and start looking at the big picture mm-hmm. of your eyes and do some prevention so things don't mm-hmm. get drier. Um, you know, what, when is you, the, what is the biggest complaint that you're learning uh, with your, uh, I'll call your people that network socialize with you, uh, an audience. Who, what is the biggest complaint you're finding um, with dry eye? The biggest issue, well, in terms of kind of symptoms people face, it's burning, just getting burning pain in the eyes. In terms of kind of what problem they face the most, the problem they face is they go to an eye doctor thinking they'll get help, and they don't get that help. And often, you know, by the time I get a call or an email from someone, they've been through five or ten doctors, and they're not being helped. And unfortunately, what's really heartbreaking to me, you know, you're talking about running to the medicine cabinet. Well, uh, when people start having symptoms, they'll, they'll, they'll get something to help, and it may be hurting them, and they don't even realize it. And, and they're over They panic, and they start churning through treatment after treatment, and the doctors are throwing everything in the kitchen sink at them, and they don't even realize yeah. that some of these things are actually making them worse. worse. Dehydration um, worse. My biggest worry in that regard is the over-the-counter products, um, the allergy drops that all have you know, very toxic preservatives in them. People don't realize they can hurt themselves using these if they have dry eye. Mm-hmm. Um, the vasoconstrictors, you get people whose main solution dryness is a little redness. Yeah. You know, and the box may say, you know, don't use too much without going to see your doctor, but nobody pays attention to no, that. No, they, they don't. don't. Realize. That was what I said to the doc- medical field years ago when I was studying the dehydration, as I said, uh, you know, what happens to all of us, Rebecca? It's no different than... If you started brewing your tea every day, you're going to have your own little individuality of the way you're going to do it. Well, then I can bring to the show somebody says, this is the way you should brew your tea. Well, you've already learned how to brew tea. Well, people that learned how to put an eye drop in, which I always say, I warn everybody, don't stand alone and put an eye drop in. You could fall down or poke your eye. But they think they know how to put an eye drop in their eye. And all of a sudden, they get so used to it, then I have the doctors tell me that their eyes are getting addicted to the eye drops. Yeah. And you know, so much of dry eye care does not come in a bottle. So much of it is about taking care of our bodies as a whole, looking after nutrition, looking after our environment, keeping hydrated, um, and that may be kind of big picture hydration, drinking enough, and I'll have, you, and uh, I've gotten some new, in the better water yeah. drinking habits since I was last on. It's been such a help to me. Uh, oh, but also yeah. even just kind of the micro environment around their eyes, sometimes things like protective eyewear can just be a huge exactly. help to people keeping more hydrated there. Now, that's, you there. just said something that opened up a new one. Uh, I've always said years ago when I was studying this that people should wear sunglasses year-round because... You, the eyes are affected by the radiation and uh, year round, and uh, and and all. What is your thinking on that? What have you been learning about sunglasses year round? Uh, well, 
for a lot of the people that I work with, they pretty much have to wear them because they need the protection around their eyes mm-hmm. to prevent too much evaporation. Uh, for myself, I wear them year-round, and that's partly to do with just light sensitivity. When you mm-hmm. don't have the most the, the healthiest tear film over your eyes, mm-hmm. um, light hurts more. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like and what I find is just one of the best tools um, for helping people with dry eye is what I call moisture-retaining eyewear, and that'll be sunglasses or even regular glasses that have some kind of shield between the frame and your face. So what you do there is your, um, of course, in the lenses, if it's a sunglass lens, you, you can have all the protection you need from the sun itself. Mm-hmm. But you've also got your, your blocking out air movements that are coming along and disturbing that tear film and irritating okay. the eye. You're keeping out contaminants, and you're keeping mm-hmm. more moisture around the eyes. So, you know, it's not something like airtight you know, swim goggles or something like that, but something that is giving you a, a protected chamber around the mm-hmm. eye. For mm-hmm. people that don't have a healthy tear film, film who have dry eye, it's just a hugely helpful tool. Well, my in, concern is must be years too, you know, in 2030. it's That's why they brought me in to study years ago. In 2030, they expect uh, an estimated 35 million people to have macular degeneration. Now, it just is shocking to me. Uh, with all the other uh, diabetics and, and um, eye problems and all the other glaucoma and cataracts, and we could go on and on and on, and the complaint of dry eye, uh, they expect to have a severe generation of young people coming up with macular degeneration. I have ran into I was on a public uh, PBS show in Florida for the blind, and, um, and uh, I was shocked at the people I was introduced to that had young children in their home who were already getting macular degeneration. Are you running into that with dry eye zone? Absolutely. It's actually been one of the most disturbing trends um, that that I've been seeing. People think of dry eye as more uh, kind of middle-aged and beyond thing. Um, but our, our online group is, we've got all mm-hmm. kinds of 20-somethings mm-hmm. in there. Um, you know, pediatric ophthalmologists I talked to are talking about kids getting dry eye, getting yeah. the, the oil glands, especially there in their lids, the oil glands. drying up. They don't have enough moisture, water. Yeah. Um, well, we're out of time, darn it, and I want to do it again. And I, if you pick out a, to- a topic that you, a lot of your people are coming into that you think really requires an enormous amount of education, um, I like the idea of not over-applying the medicine cabinet, because people are forgetting that you can over-apply, even if it's over-the-counter or even as a prescription. It's you, very you difficult to, read to avoid that with, with eye problems because there's something special about eye issues. They really throw people into a panic, whether rational or not. You know, People are, are, are really afraid of blindness when anything goes on with their eyes, and right. so you think, I've got to get to the bottom of this, and then just the pain factor will take people there as right. well. So... Well, thank you, and um, yeah, I want to tell the audience, our, our audience out there in the world with uh, Voice America, World Talk Radio, Green Talk, and I, uh, Apple iTunes that www.dryeyezone.com. Rebecca Petris, P-E-T-R-I-S, is the founder. And, Rebecca, congratulations. You've done a good job. Keep up the work, and I hope we can have you on again because this is a very this is a big issue. People need education. Well, thank you, Sharon, for your show, and the Ed, you just do a fantastic job with educating. We we need that so badly. Well, thank Taking you. You have a nice day, just, and enjoy really your tea. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
Well, Earth does have secrets, you know. I keep trying to bring them out with uh, the fact that the power of water is your number one responsibility. Your health is so responsible to you and how you're eating and how you're sleeping and what you're drinking and are you drinking eight to ten glasses of water a day and it can be done every hour, some water. Now we learned something about the tea. It used to be a medicine way back in time. So go and learn more about the tea. Stay away from the medicine cabinet and learn more about what it could do for you. Earth has a secret. Embrace your life, but also be concerning for other people's lives around you. Embrace them. Earth has a uh, whispering, though. Earth is whispering. Don't say goodbye because then you'll be immortal and leave something behind for the rest of us called the water and an exciting new education that can be immortal to us all to have Earth be here forever. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 